Friedman podcast. Uh, we're a man down, Adzo. It's unfortunate that uh, I think Phil's either got a case of COVID or a bad case of the shits. He wasn't really clear on exactly what. <laughs> Kept talking about his stomach, but then at the same time, he was coughing a little, so could go either way. But wherever you are, mate, hurry back. We miss <laughs> you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor little Phil is like, we could do it on a Thursday. We both looked at each other and said, Nah. We're gonna go Bucket Boys on Thursday. We are. We're Adzo and I are going to Bucket Boys tomorrow night. It's our first uh, official outing since uh, lockdown got lifted. Can't wait. We are recording for the first time in person. Yes. Uh, yeah. How about that? Yes. In Casa de Adzo. Casa de Adzo, <laughs> the, the Banksia recording studio. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna crack straight into a couple of uh, Bacchus Brewing beers as part of our Bacchus special. Yep. Um, that was back a special series, I should say. Yeah. Um, and, and so what are we, what are we drinking tonight, my well, friend? Well, interestingly enough, we've got a little theme going as we like to have a theme going with these things. We've got the two beers, two very kingly regal beers. We've got the Mongrel King, which is a soured imperial stout. And we've also got the King of Denmark. And to keep it interesting, keep the conversation flowing, we are going to be counting down our top Three kings in one way or another. So, uh oh, oh Jesus, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's carefully crack that open. Okay. So, um, the King of Denmark is it's called the King of Denmark 2018 Old English uh, Stock Ale. Yeah. Uh, by the way, when they spell the word old with an e at the end, yeah, does that just mean it's extra fancy? It's extra old. <laughs> extra old. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to start with that only because based on the fact that it's uh, slightly less alcohol. Um, oh, Jesus, yeah, dark this, though, isn't it? It is dark, and Ooh, it's also spilling all over my floor. <laughs> Do you like the idea of having old English dark ale all over your floor? I like the idea of ants, <laughs> so I guess that's a plus. Uh, better than what I did uh, not too long ago when I spilled it all over my carpet. <laughs> um, so the first thing I'll mention as I pour this beautiful uh, drink is that you got a lot of head on yours. I've, I've got a lot that. of head on mine, <laughs> and you've got that. an optimal amount of well, head. I poured it like a man. Yeah, that's the difference. That's where we differ. Okay, so we're going to crack into this one. So this is reported to be a uh, uh, brewed with a two hundred um, old year old yeast strain from the Harvey's Brewery in Sussex, England. Mm. So it actually is from England. Yeah, from the streets of Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beer was aged for eighteen months in oak barrels. Uh, stock ales were traditionally blended with younger, smaller beers to add complexity. But we're also served straight like this one. I thought Bacchus was in Brisbane and not in Sussex. But, you know, I guess the Ross's fingers stretch all around the globe. I think he's a man of, uh, an international man of mystery. So um, I'm curious as to, there's no reference to the name on the can as to why it's the King of Denmark. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. No. Well, I mean, could you tell us who the actual King of Denmark is? It's that chick that uh, the guy met at uh, that. There's a chick that's the king of Denmark? No. You know something that I don't? No, that... that Not the one that they met at the slip-in? The slip-in, which is on Sussex Street. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Ross, you've done it again. <laughs> uh, Alright, so let's crack into this. Let's all have right. a first sip. Wow. That's a, a big flavour. It's a that big flavour. big, big flavour. I need Phil here to explain it to me. Well, it's kind of sour, isn't it? It isn't it, though. It's got a little spank to it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little spanky. It's a bit spanky. Yeah, it is a little spanky. Um, but not uh, not offensively spanky. No. No. It's, um, 
It's one that normally I would say, oh, you know, I'm looking forward to sipping this over the next hour or so, except we've also got to drink the Mongrel King tonight, so we're going to have this down in about five minutes. I do have to drive home, by the way. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It's certainly got a scent to it. Get, yeah. your, get your nose into it for a second, yeah. Adzo. Spanky. <laughs> it's a spanky scent. Yeah, now, they, they weren't messing around. I, uh, I feel like... I do feel like I, I, we should have Ross on just to explain a little bit of background on this one because I don't know too much about old English stock ales. No. And uh, if I did, this would probably be a much more interesting podcast. I know a little. <laughs> I've learned a little bit in the last couple of minutes since I started drinking this one. And it is a, it is a spanky stock ale. Um, all right, let's, let's, let's just digest it. Let's get into our countdown of... So obviously we're drinking the King of Denmark. We're also drinking the Mongrel, Mongrel King. King. Yeah. So, so this is the king theme, and what yeah. we're going to do tonight is a special treat. Is we're going to count down our top three kings in one way or another. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe it's you know people with the last name of king. Nope. Maybe it's you know people that are actually kings of countries. Nope. In my case, yep, I went with movies I, as I, I always do. do. Yep. Legendary kings from the from the silver screen, and yep. that's what I want to talk about tonight. Yep. And I've done three very mixed. Good. Yeah. Okay. Very mixed. There's no common. I. No theme, no... There's no theme... Besides uh, the word king. Besides the word king, there's yeah. no theme. I was thinking about going down a slightly um, niche theme as we got into kings, and yeah. then I, I, I realised I, there's only one king in one particular category that I was thinking of. Okay. So I haven't gone down that path. Yeah, all right. Well, while the king of Denmark is spanking my taste buds, uh, let's get started. Uh, do you want me to kick off? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I've almost... My <laughs> You're pounding yeah, that down. You know what? It, it's okay. So again, this is a can that we opened up, and I'll be honest with you, it smelled like a spanked ass. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a spanky. It smelled like a spanked ass. Yeah, big time spanked ass. And I feel like that's that probably. You know, so often when you put something in that's you know 200 year yeast strain, that's probably <laughs> the smell that's going to come with. That's it. the spankiness. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but now that it's settled, now that we probably should let the beer settle a little bit before just yeah. putting our nose into it. Now that it's settled. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah. Um, I can't explain it. Like Phil would explain this really don't, well. No, he would. Phil, Phil's dead to us now, yeah. right? <laughs> he probably is. This could be. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But uh, I'll tell you what we do know is that this... Yeah, this is a very... I'll call it a peculiar, interesting, and uh, quite delightful drink. Yeah. It's uh, it's not like anything I've had before. It's uh, It's got a real punchy, uh, tangy kind of flavor first off. And then quite a warming, dark, ale kind of flavour at the back of the throat. Well, I'm glad you brought up the word warm, warming because I was thinking, because it's an old English stock ale, is this, mm. is this supposed to be drunk warm? You know? I was, oh, because it's English. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling this would be better warm. Okay. Yeah. Like a good stock. You know, if you're going to say make a veggie stock or a chicken stock, what do you do? Boil it. <laughs> Onto your first top king. Oh, okay, I'm my first top king. And so obviously... On to the movies, and who could start anywhere else but with the Lion King? Mm-hmm. And now, is it Simba? You know, is it that grub-eating, cheeky cat raised by a pig and a meerkat whose hubris led to the position of power taken by Scar and his hyena mates? Absolutely not. It's Simba. It's is not. It still going? The okay. true king yeah. in that movie, in my opinion, was 
King Mufasa. Okay. Voiced expertly and regally by James L. Jones, aka King Jaffe Jafar himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, a spot which I probably would, yeah, coming, coming to, to America, America, I probably would have given that with the number four if we'd expanded this list a little further. But I like the connection. You went full circle there. Mufasa King, King, yeah. was the man. Yeah. He was the true king of Pride Rock. He was a fearless, gentle, fair leader who truly earned his place in the starry sky. Easy number three for me. King Mufasa of the Lion King. James L. Jones yeah. is one of those people that no matter what character he plays, he's always the king. Like, yeah. you know... Exactly right. It, 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 exactly right. He can't play anything but the, the leader, Darth the, the, Vader, the, was a the king. The top dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he was in... The, yeah. those, are, those other films Jumping before we mentioned already Yeah, Coming to America I, I think he might have been in a couple of those Tom Clancy ones With uh, Harrison uh, Ford Oh, he was in one of the Tom yeah. He, was. he, he was wasn't in, the president, but you know He was in the Patriot he was, games he was pulling, Yeah, he was pulling the strings Yeah, he Kingly, was Kingly Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good pick Yeah, good um, I think The Lion King is a, is a It's a lineage, right? Like it's, you know I think that, I think I think if you if, if someone said that Simba was the Lion King, I don't think you could mark them as wrong. No, that's fine. Yeah. And that's probably what the uh, the animators were going for. But to me, I mean, yeah, Mufasa. Yeah, you know they 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 shivered at his name. Yeah, and that's the I've got to tell you right now. Also, that is the only movie I have seen three times at the cinema. Yeah. Um. So yeah, love okay. it. Love it. There we go. Nice. First one. First King. All right. Well, obviously, we, we now for those who uh, who potentially are uh, listening to our podcast and have had listened to our podcast before, we did a number of weeks ago honor uh, the passing of the King of England. Um, oh, yeah, Prince Philip. Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> What's his the name? King, Prince, Prince Philip. <laughs> Prince. He's neither king nor duke. <laughs> He's Prince Philip. <laughs> and because I'm such an anti-royalist. I celebrated his passing by declaring him Hero of the Week. You did. I but did. we also counted down our top kings, right? Did we? I think we did. Royals. We did royals. It was just royals. We did royals. Yeah. Yes, you're yeah, right. That we song by kings. Lord... Uh, the, 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 those... Um, yes, we did. Arnott's Royals. I think we might have had those included. Any royal hotel. <laughs> uh, all right. And the band Queen. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start off with, so my, so my three were very varied. So my first, I, I didn't really have an order, so I'm just going to go with number three, mm. which is, uh, the king of beers, Budweiser. Budweiser, king and of I, beers. I know that's controversial, Not but today. yeah, mm. well only because, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about backers here with, and we know that they have literally created the king of beers here and we're drinking two of them. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I never knew about Budweiser until I travelled to the Czech Republic is back in 2005. It's not an American beer at all. No. No. And in fact, there was a whole... Legal, you know, generally, America wins legal battles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and this was a case of uh, America winning a legal battle against uh, this poor little Czech Republic brewery. Right. And of course, we all sort of you know associate the name Budweiser with... American, American beer, sports, you know, American yeah. Beer, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a, a lazy, taste like nothing swill you can just force down twenty in a row if you need to. Well, in fact, I believe that Budweiser is now the strongest beer brand in the world, and before that, it used to be Bud Light. So they've actually they had the top two brands. Really? Well, when you think about the population of America and the influence, everyone knows what Budweiser is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. So. 
so yeah, so to the king of beers, which we don't think is the king of beers. It's all right. But that's my number three because... Yeah. Uh, but, I'm, but, but to be clear, sorry, just to be very clear, I'm not awarding it to the American Budweiser. I'm, I'm awarding <laughs> Czech. it to the Czechs. Okay. Yes. Good. To good. the Czechs. Yeah. Because yeah, my second one was going to be Burger King, but uh, obviously I'm really rewarding it to Hungry Jacks <laughs> here in Australia. But no, no, no. My second one, because I was sticking to a movie theme, King Kong, the greatest king of all. Can I just say, this giant ape, he stole our hearts. He did. From his first appearance back in 1933 when he was pulled in chains by ignorant men from his home on Skull Island and brought in to be an exhibit in New York. A story so incredible, they had to go ahead and remake it about 18 times. Every time making the stakes higher, the villains even more lizardly. Now, can you name me one ape who has had a larger effect on the society than King Kong? You know, besides perhaps Harambi, who led a, uh, a bit of an internet re- renaissance. Remember Harambi? No. The, the, the big gorilla in the zoo that the, the little kid kill, fell into the enclosure the yeah, and yeah. they had to kill Harambi? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And then everyone was like, dicks out for Harambi. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. He, maybe, maybe him. Maybe uh-huh. him was coming close. But he never climbed the Empire State Building. He never had a Universal Pictures ride dedicated to him, did he? <laughs> no. no. Tried to king kill a kid. Kong. Yeah, Harambe just tried life. to kill a kid. <laughs> king Kong's a real life hero, the real king. Truly one of the greatest kings to never earn a crown. But I'm giving him my number two spot as some small consolation for that particular slide. King Kong. Uh, great pick. I can't help but think of the Simpsons uh, take of uh, of King Kong, King Homer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Gorilla Week. Gorilla Week. Gorilla yeah. the Conqueror, the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Uh, also comes to mind is uh, Donkey Kong. King oh, yeah. Kong, Donkey Kong. Yep, you know, pretty close. Um, he was a pretty cool monkey. Uh, but overall, yeah. I mean, they have never really made a very good King Kong film. I mean, you know, you can't say any of them are. Oh, I didn't mind the. What one? was that one? The later one. Skull Island. King Kong Skull Island. Skull Island. That yeah. was okay, wasn't that it? That was a little bit disturbing. Yeah. There's that one scene where those giant insects were eating all the um, the army guys, mm. and it was like actually pretty fucked up. Actually, that was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, was a fun lot. movie. Okay. Yeah. No, good call. Well, I'm not gonna lie, you took my number two because I was feeding it in from Budweiser. It was the Burger King. Oh, really? You can still go the Burger King. <laughs> and to the point. <laughs> Sorry. To dude. the point being that exactly what you said. To the classic example of where America won, which was the King of Beers. Yeah. Two, where America lost. They lost. They lost to... uh, The Hungry Jacks. The the Hungry Jack. Yeah. How come they never made a Hungry Jack? You know, I feel like there was a lost opportunity there for marketing. Like there was a Burger King and it could have been a... Like this Jack guy who was just hungry all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like as a mascot. Feed me burgers. I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) But they never did that. You still got to wear those little crowns, though. You got the paper crowns at uh, at Hungry Jack's in Australia. Did, yeah, they? if you're yeah. there for a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. How long was Burger King in Australia for? Oh, I feel like it was less than a year. They came in for a while, looked like they were going to get rid of Hungry Jack's, and then there was a court case, and then suddenly they all just pissed off back home. Mm. It was fantastic. Real win for the little guy. Do you like Hungry Jack's? I adore Hungry Jack's. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I uh, I have. I follow the Fatties Burger Appreciation Yeah, of course. And there's been a lot of ripping of the new Five Guys burgers that opened Very up expensive. Dinner. Yes. It actually made the news because some guy ordered like six burgers, three milkshakes and five drinks and it cost him $225. By no. news, yes. I also got that fed in my Facebook feed as there well. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I noticed in the comparison on reviews, 
they're always saying for that price I'd rather just go down a Hungry Jack's yeah now I can't work out whether they're praising Hungry Jack's for it's sweet sweet Whopper yeah or whether they're basically saying this is dog shit I'd rather eat Hungry Jack's like are they saying that they don't is Hungry Jack's just I've never seen them try to make that comparison but I would I would take the Pepsi challenge with Hungry Jack's over any other burger chain in, in the world quite frankly it was the first vegetarian burger that didn't want to make me vomit blood it was, you know, the Whopper with cheese. It was the first pickle True. included in a fast food burger that I wouldn't just fling on the fling on the, window. Like, did you do the cheeseburger thing where you, yeah, yeah. you wrap up? <laughs> you fire it up in the yep. sky? Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. No, Hungry Jack's was great. And mayonnaise on burgers, that's where it should belong. How good was that? I love mayonnaise on burgers. McDonald's. Yeah, you put the... you put the, Okay, for those listening, because we're doing the hand, hand motions right now, <laughs> you'd put the pickle in the cheeseburger wrapper, fold it over into a little tent, and then pull it tight really quickly and the ch- and the pickle would fly up and hit the roof and usually stick there on the congealed <laughs> grease and bits of ketchup stuck to the pickle. We also, in the uh, in the big fancy Maccas on George Street, we used to fling it on the mirror there. Mm. Try and make a smiley face out of pickles. There were enough of you there. It was, the, it was the good old days. Why did they even do it? Why, yeah. did they, why, did, why wasn't it an opt-in rather than an opt-out? That's what I never figured out. <laughs> and shout out to Hungry Jacks for having onion rings. Yeah, yeah. And how about the very rare occasion you ordered, a, you know, a meal with the fries? Yeah, and there was this one onion ring snuck its way into the fries, like some little nugget from heaven. It's so true. Oh, I remember man. that. Yeah, yeah, you get those days, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. it can only go down from yeah. here. Well, how, how, how come I'm getting onion rings in my fries? Uh, it's because they deep fry everything. Yeah, but it's a big bucket. I think my wife was right. She's a vegetarian. I'm like, I'm not eating that food. They all fried together. I'm like, no, that's no, the... They've got a vegetarian kitchen and a normal kitchen. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what we're talking about yet anymore. Yeah, the Burger Kings. King. Yeah. Kings. Well, let's... um Let's finish this off. Let's and let's open up off. number we're two. Gonna, let's, get, let's do the mongrel king while we've still got a list going for us. Because I'll say, as we finish off this one, that's coming back to the beer again. It is settled nicely. It has definitely settled nicely. Um, how are you liking it or hating it? No, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it, but I wish we could have done it a little slower. That's all I'm saying. We really got excited. <laughs> we did. I think it's the first time you and I have just sat down and drunk beers together. Or actually, no, we did it last week, but we just didn't record. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we've sat down this close to each other and just kind of gone. God, we're actually having one. Maybe it's because we've had Bacchus's. We've had our Bacchus beers in the fridges at our houses. Yeah. We've never drunk them together. And now we're here on this journey together. Yeah, okay. We're also 18 minutes into the podcast and we've just consumed three standard drinks worth of King of Denmark. But that, don't let that stop you. No, no. We've got a lot of Mario Party to play exactly. later tonight. Exactly, and I need the courage to drive home. Absolutely. Right. But next up, we have also from Bacchus, the Mongrel King Soured Imperial Stout. <laughs> i got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about this one. So, um... If you wait were, for it, uh, there it is. So, if you were listening to our uh, our release from two weeks ago, you'll know that I did not finish the uh, Islay um, plums. Plums, yeah. What was it? Imperial Stout, whatever it Fruit, was. Fruited, fruited. Yeah. It was wild. It was a wild ride. It you took, finished it. Didn't it you? took me the rest of the night. Yeah, but yeah, I finished it. Um, shout out to uh, the CVC Facebook page. I, I posted on there and uh, <laughs> saw your apology. Yeah, and one guy's coming is like, "Oh yeah, oh, I had to hold myself back from finishing it in two sips." Yeah, and I like, thought he, I thought what he was saying was that he, he couldn't he get further get... than two sips. But no, you, you were wrong. There. And then people praising him, and then I'm just and like, people were like virtual high fiving him. Oh. And... All right, so we're pouring this. Has a oh, it does have a little bit of a berryish tinge to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that. Looks like it's a little bit lighter. It's got 
thought I saw purple, but maybe not. So let's see what we've got going here. We've got okay, tell me a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, look, we've got a blended barrel-aged sour. Mm. Um, it's a mix of uh, barrel-aged stouts, uh, and it's inoculated with our king of... Uh-oh. What? what? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a blend of the barrel-aged stout and then combined with the king of Denmark stock ale yeast. <laughs> so we're basically going in twice here. The resulting beer is a complex dark sour with good acidity. So let's let's knock let's knock this one over oh my, there. Oh my god. Okay. I'm scared. I've just had a sip. Tell me. I'm going no, you know what? I'm gonna wait for you to have a sip before I pass judgment. Alright, go give me your number one king then while we drink it. Before we do, I just wanna watch you have a sip. Okay, hang on a second. Oh my god. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's a smell. All right. It's a, it's a feisty little number. Yeah. You thought the last one was spanky? Well, prepare, <laughs> prepare to have your butt ripped raw, my friend. Oh, wow. It's like a balsamic vinaigrette. Um, and, I, and I don't mean to be mean to Ross, but this deserves to be on a salad. <laughs> I need to counter this with about half a head of lettuce. Four or five tomatoes, maybe some boccaccini or something before I'm going to be able to seriously... What do you think? I maybe think... I'm being cruel, but I'm, I'm, I'm not huge on this one just yet. You know what? I'm just going to let it sit for a little bit. Okay, I... you'll let it sit. We'll talk about kings. The sour is kind of coming into... So right? sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this might, in a way, it might be taking a little bit of the tinge off the old stock. So we'll see where we go with it. Okay. All right. Okay, well... You know, we've done Lion Kings, we've done King Kongs. Mm-hmm. There's really only one more place to go when it comes to movies, and that's the greatest king of all, the King of Kong. Wait, what? The King of Kong. Oh, the- great call. My absolute favourite documentary oh. of all time, The King of Kong tells the story of two absolute nerdlingers battling it out for who is the greatest Donkey Kong uh, player of all time. That's a great pick. And now whether you're on the side of Steve Weeb or Billy Mitchell, you need to accept there has uh. never been a documentary that so perfectly captured the competition of two grown men for such a meaningless prize. <laughs> In this case, yeah, the highest score attainable on Donkey Kong, the arcade game. Now, Tristan, I know you've seen I Love This Movie. I believe I actually may have even introduced you to it. Yeah. Phil, if you're listening, listeners, if you're out there, if you haven't seen it, King of Kong, it is the best. And it's free on YouTube. Is it really? You just Google search King of Kong there documentary. Yeah. If it's not the greatest insight into the world of competitive gaming you will ever see, I don't know what it is. It's got a really perky, naive protagonist that you're rooting for. It's got this piece of shit competitor. It's got a rigged jury. It all sets the stage for this epic battle between man and the other man for the highest (laughs) score on Donkey Kong. And in this case, my number one pick goes to the movie itself since both dudes kind of creep me out. But still... I could not pick a higher number one oh, than The King of Kong. One of my favourite movies. Best documentary you've ever seen. And as a, as a video game lover, you just got to You got to love this movie. The little nerdy guy going around the, the pitiful arcade <laughs> telling people that they've got a kill screen. We've got a kill screen coming up. <laughs> kill screen over here, kill guys. Kill screen. People just playing games just thinking this guy would just <laughs> fuck off. they're all playing the most fucking ridiculous 80s games. Like, excuse me, I'm trying to get a high score on Kubert over here. <laughs> So hang on a second, we're about to crank Mappy. 
It's like, seriously, dude? You're playing Centipede? Where, where's your wife? So what are you doing with your life? Oh, my God. I think they actually talked about where his wife was, but yeah. No, Steve Webb, his wife was just long-suffering. Oh, it's long-suffering. Just yeah. a long-suffering yeah, yeah. wife. Billy yeah. Mitchell's wife loved him because he also had a range of barbecue sauces and was making bank off that. <laughs> but all those other people, all those little guys that are also just trying to like crank out high scores, you got to wonder. No, great pick, bro. Listen, as Adso said, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Even if you don't love video games, it's not really about that. It's about... And it's all real. Like, it's about... Bunch of people listen. It's it's, it's just a, it's a dream. It's like, like it isn't. We will finish this podcast, then we'll go and play some Mario Party golf and get competitive. It's what <laughs> men do. It's so true. If you had the record on, you know, a classic card case, Seinfeld made a whole episode of it. Remember Frogger, when? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. For some people, this is all they've got. <laughs> I, I even think I think even in that episode, George says to these guys like. I may never get married. I don't think I'll ever have children. This is the only thing that means anything to me. It's I understand that. I do occasionally, like if I've got nothing else on and you know I've got a night to myself, I might, I'll watch some of those shows about speedrunners. The people that just will play a game for 10 years trying to shave off yeah. one-tenth of a second yeah. off you know, the, the, high, the fastest speedrun on Mario 3. And you got to wonder like, is, is this it for you? But, you know, in, in, in a way, King of Kong, you kind of, you, you get swept up in their enthusiasm, their passion. And that's, I think, what makes it such a great documentary because you do, you have a hero in that movie. What? When you think about it, and maybe this is the drunk talk going, but, okay. but when you think about it, isn't everything just... What else are you going to do in the world? Like, what? I know. In my life, some, some people go, oh, you're wasting life. Why? Yeah. The guy just shaved a second off World 1-1 in Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. That's unbelievable. What legacy am I going to leave? Who Probably nothing. The 7 billion people in the world has, the, has run through Super Mario Brothers 1-1 the fastest. Yeah. This Please. Guy. Yeah, that guy. I used to do. You know, we used to do this with as 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 we used to do this as, as you know, university students trying to shave off seconds on Mario Kart. Yeah, we did. And if I had time and effort, uh, look, if I knew back then that twin galaxies existed and there was a place that I could upload records to, I probably would have taken it more seriously. Yep. Because I remember like playing against your own your own ghost in Mario uh, SNES Mario, just trying to shave off a quarter of a second. It was whole weekends I could spend. When was the happiest moment in my life, Adzo? You know when it was. Those George Street arcades playing Star Wars arcades. Having crowds of strangers watching me. Cheering you. Cheering! As as you beat it with one life. Yep. Hmm. Now, let's come back to the beer as as we finish off. Uh, I'm quite enjoying it. Are you really? Yeah, it's settled nicely. The sour takes the edge off. This is a good drink. I'm I'm still finding it a bit sour. It's a bit acidic. I you know oh, it's, I like it, it. it's it's salad dressing for me. Oh, I like it. And you know what? I you know I I love a lot of backer stuff. It's very yeah, rare that fandom. no, it's very rare that I find one that I don't like. But uh, this one's not for me. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. I uh, I like. I think the sour with the stout is quite nicely balanced. Okay. Um, I, uh, I I wouldn't mind just sitting and chilling and drinking this. Yeah, yeah playing we don't a have little to gaming right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a nice it's a nice mm. brew. I, I I like it. I. I it has a complexity of, of which I've never had before, but one of these sort of bourbon barrel aged or these barrel aged stouts mixed with this sourness, it, it, it's a blend that works for me. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, have you, have you got enough left in you to tell us about your number one king? So, we're always on the same page, bro. My number one <laughs> is linked back to video games. Who else would it be? The king of Coopers. We're talking Bowser, about Bowser, of course. Of course. Okay. 
And yes, maybe it's because I'm in a complete Nintendo world at the moment with my son. Mm. He's uh, he's deep into Mario Golf. He's deep Is into he? oh, absolutely. He's been playing Super Mario Odyssey. Wow. We've been playing Super Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, he That's draws. That's the copy I lent you, right? Uh, it's About mine, 12 yeah. months ago. Oh, well, okay. you know, laws out. I think I lent it to you when you were going away for Christmas yeah, holidays. Right. And I said, oh, why don't you take this for your kids? And then I never saw it again. Statute of limitations, bro. Look <laughs> it up. Uh, now, my son also enjoys watching this guy called, uh, I don't know, he's an American guy who teaches them how to draw things. Oh, yeah. And he draws a lot of Nintendo characters because they're a lot cool. of fun to draw. Yeah. So he's drawn Bowser. But really, this guy. Yeah. Stops him. He. A oh, Bowser. Yeah, I'm Bowser. Are you talking about your no, son? The son, the, the seedy guy who draws. Yeah, trying to lose. No, the this guy has. I mean, let's 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 think about all the weird things he's done. Yeah. So, in Super Mario Odyssey got a little rapey. So oh, yeah. he, you know he steals princess. But he always gets a little rapey. But in this one, he's like he's forcing her to marry him. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Okay. And 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 Mario's got to basically get a tuxedo and get to the wedding and steal a bride back. <laughs> Obviously, I love that he dressed to the occasion, though. It's like, the occasion, well, in case yeah. I don't manage to save it, I could be in the guest list. <laughs> so true. Uh, we're playing the the Super Mario 3D World now. Oh yeah, where he gets all robotic and slimy. And I haven't done 3D World, so you have to. Yeah, he just yeah. he turns into this thing. What else is some weird shit that Bowser's done? Um, he's he throws ob- axes, lots of axes. I'm talking original Super Mario original Brothers. Original Super yeah, Mario yeah. Brothers. Uh, he he obviously has. I mean, when you think about it. He's in, I don't know what his intentions are with, with this chick. It's also a bit weird. I think weird. he just wants to fuck her. Yeah, but yeah. he's a turtle or something. He's some kind of dragon. Yeah. Is it's he a dragon? A, what, he's got a big shell. I don't know. Oh, the other Mario thing. Sorry, I, I was thinking like there's some big Mario thing that I'm forgetting. Mario Lego. We're, we're deep into Mario Lego now. Oh, yeah. So we're building up the, 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 the shots. We're doing all this stuff. So Bowser's kind of infected my life. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just for once, I'd like to... And then sometimes you don't ever know if Bowser's like... Your friend is he your enemy? Yeah. Like in some games, like you're actually kind of helping him out. Hey, if you're playing Double Dash, there's nothing stopping you having Bowser on the front and Mario on the back. You know, sometimes they can work as a team. Keep your friends close, your enemies <laughs> even closer, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Mario, smart guy. So yeah, my ultimate king is the King of Coopers. Okay, it's King Bowser. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, Link to the video games. So, look, I'm. Uh, I gotta tell you, I will. I will slowly drink the rest of this. It's not my favorite, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it. You know, I'm gonna give it everything I got. Um, but let's play a little video games. Let you sober up for the ride home, <laughs> and uh, we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Next week. We'll have Phil back, hopefully. Well, I just caught some of the sour. <laughs> uh, we'll hopefully have Phil back. Yeah. Uh, you know, pucker up, big if guy. Being able to tuck his prolapse back in. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Uh, night, buddy. Yeah, all right. Uh, cheers, guys. Strip out, everyone.